Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Kroner. I'm an assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant free from overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello. So... Today we are talking about the number one barrier to increase productivity, but before I launch into that, I just want to share with you guys briefly about EA Mastermind Dallas. So I'm going to be in Dallas uh, later in August, and Melissa Peoples and I are co-hosting a mastermind for you all. I'm really excited about this. Typically speaking, masterminds are reserved for entrepreneurs or high-level executives as a way to get together and really brainstorm and mind hive a specific topic. And we have taken the model and we have applied it to us as assistants, to you guys. So we are really excited to present you all with this opportunity to join us for this mastermind. It's going to be really collaborative. We're going to talk about things like your career path. We're going to talk about things like increasing your productive output and really leveling up as an assistant. So you're all going to walk away with something, especially because the goal of this is to create your plan for success. And so you're actually going to walk away with your unique plan for success, whatever that looks like for you. Um, So please join us. It's August 25th. 2023 in Dallas. You can check out all the details at wholeassistant.com slash mastermind Dallas. That's all one word, wholeassistant.com slash mastermind Dallas. All right, guys. So let's get going on today's episode. We are talking about the number one barrier to increased productivity. Now, this barrier is not your executive, believe it or not. It's not your coworkers, believe it or not, or even your workload that's keeping you from increased productivity. Now, I will say that sometimes our executives can be particularly busy and they can forget things and that can, of course, increase your, that can decrease your productivity on what you thought you were going to get done. But actually dealing with your executive stuff is part of the role. That is just part of the role. So if they're forgetting stuff, leaving stuff in hotel rooms, whatever, That is part of your job to track those things down in most instances, right? What I'm talking about, though, are the things that we totally can control that we think that we have no power over. So the number one barrier to increasing your productivity is actually your brain. So your brain is the most powerful tool at your disposal. It has the power to elevate your productivity or keep you stuck in less than productive patterns. So I'm just going to go over what some of those patterns are that we get stuck in that are less than helpful. And the first pattern is lack of focus. We don't give ourselves that gift of focus to get things done. And part of this comes back to our beliefs about focus, about being everybody's everything and not being able to close out of your inbox, close out of the tabs, actually give yourself that focus time to be able to knock things off of your list. Focus is essential to leveling up as an assistant and is also essential to to be able to be more productive. So if you really want to increase your productivity, we must increase focus. Now, I know a lot of us think the opposite is true. A lot of us think that we can't focus 
and that the and that if we aren't focused and we're doing everything at the same time trying to multitask that that is that will actually lead to increased focus but here's the deal with that um your brain is not wired to be able to switch between tasks seamlessly so it's going to be really hard to be working on a a project where a project where you are required to focus in order to actually be effective on that project and then you're constantly being pinged by your email and you're constantly being pinged by slack and you're constantly being pinged by teams or whatever your messaging app is it's going to be really hard to focus and get that project done if you're allowing yourself to be constantly pinged by everybody and everything now i do understand that you want to be available to your executive you need to come up with an alternative way and just have that conversation with your executive. <laughs> um, and so just let him know, hey, I'm going to be in a focus session. If it's not urgent, just go ahead and email me or Slack me. If it is urgent, go ahead and you notice I'm out of office on Slack or unavailable on Slack. Go ahead and send me a text if it's really, really urgent, right? And if you feel like you can't um, say that, then you can always work with your executive's calendar, Like when your executive goes into a meeting, then you go offline and you're heads down working on a project. There are ways to create more focus throughout your day. And by onboarding this belief that you must be everybody's everything and you must be available 24-7 or you must be available all day long to everybody is going to keep you stuck in lack of focus. And it's going to keep you operating at a less than a productive less than productive output, right? Another kind of roadblock to success in the in, in terms of productivity is lack of discretion. So I see this one a lot when it comes to startups and nonprofits. We tend to agree to do things that probably are not suited for us. And look, I get it. If you're if you're a ride or die with your executive and you're one of the first employees at a company, you're going to be doing things that should be passed off eventually. What ends up happening though, is that you do them and you're so good at them that you end up doing the thing for a really long time instead of advocating for yourself and instead of actually showing discretion around how you utilize your time. And what ends up happening is all those little things end up eating into your productive output for the core function of your role, right? for that supportive portion of your role. And so lack of discretion is another thing that is keeping you from increased productivity. And so I really want you to take a look at your workload and take a look at where the company is at right now, especially if you're in a startup or a nonprofit. And I want you to ask yourself if you're the most reasonable person to be able to handle certain tasks. So really get clear on what you, what you have on your plate and the things that you would like to offload that no longer make sense for you to do. And then I want you to have a conversation with your executive, have a conversation with HR, have a conversation with the people you need to have it with in order to pass those things off to the more appropriate person. Right? Another roadblock is a lack of prioritization. So often we give equal weight to everything, but productivity 
and increased productivity is all about focusing on the right things, about prioritizing effectively so that you know you're getting those high priority items off your plate, completed and done. So often we, we spend our time over here in the weeds, in our inbox, doing all the things, and we neglect the priorities or neglect to look at the priorities. So really having a task management system that works for you, a task management system that you can see, a task management system that you where you can go in and reprioritize based on what lands on your plate is really essential to increasing your productive output, right? And last, but certainly most important in all of this are our beliefs. A major roadblock to our productive output are our beliefs about ourselves, our beliefs about our workload, our beliefs about our executive, our beliefs about our ex- other people's expectations of us. So for example, if I don't do A, B, or C, then I'm a terrible assistant. For example, if I am not 100% available to my executive 24-7, then I'm a bad assistant. If I don't respond to my executive after hours, even though it's a non-urgent item and even though that's not his expectation of me, I'm a terrible assistant. Those beliefs about ourselves are keeping us stuck in these cycles of people-pleasing, of not standing in our power, of really not looking at the lack of focus, not looking at the lack of discretion, not looking at the lack of prioritization. And that's keeping us stuck. And what's worse is that it's also keeping us stuck in burnout or bordering on burnout, right? So having a look at those beliefs is going to be essential for our success as assistants and essential for increasing productivity. And another belief that I want you all to look at as well, especially when it comes to productivity, is trading time for money instead of value for money. So when I wrap my head around this, my productive output skyrocketed. I set time parameters around my tasks. I was able to get more done in less time. And I was able to trade value for money instead of time. So I think a lot of us have been trained throughout our lives to essentially trade time for money instead of value for money, right? It's now, this especially is true for those of us who are, are on salary or whatever. If you can actually increase your productive output and get more done in less time, that frees up time throughout your day. It does. And so when we think about trading time for money instead of value for money, that will help us to really hone in on how we're utilizing our time. Are we utilizing our time in the most effective way? Are we utilizing our time to harness the power of productivity, to really focus, to get everything done, to prioritize effectively, to show strategic thinking and how we're showing up? Or are we just trading time for money? Like, are we just sitting at our desk, putting in our time until it's time to leave, and then we're done and we're out? Instead of actually going, okay, I can trade value for money and I can sit at my desk and I can do all these things and then I can move on to this other thing or I can create more space throughout my day so I can actually take a full lunch break or so I can actually take a break for myself or so I can actually take a step back and get out of the weeds for a minute, right? And so if you guys, this is especially going to be helpful if you guys have a side hustle or something on the side that you're passionate about. 
I got really effective at managing my time with my executive, which then freed up maybe a half hour throughout my day to do some writing or an hour throughout my day to meet with a client's, right? So really thinking strategically about trading value for money instead of time for money is a great way (laughs) to really up-level your belief about your productivity, up-level your belief about yourself, up-level your belief about what's possible for you. And I would stretch myself all the time in this way. I would really would. I'd be like, okay, so I'm going to challenge myself to get expense reports done in 45 minutes. And if I get expense reports done in 45 minutes, that's going to free up time. Like I got really clear on how I was utilizing every minute of my day and how I was going to trade value for money, not time. Even just clinging onto that can really increase your productivity because you're thinking so much more strategically. Okay, if I can focus for 15 minutes here and knock this out, then I can then um, put my focus on this thing that I'm really passionate about that may be outside the purview of my role, but that I want to learn more about, right? So that is a really cool way of increasing your productive output. Now, I can give you boots on the ground strategies all all day long, every day, all day. But until you address these things, the lack of focus, the lack of discretion, the lack of prioritization, and your beliefs about yourself and how you work... Your productive output probably won't increase too much. And I know this to be true because the first thing I ever sold ever was a productivity course for us as assistants. Because let's be honest, it is not easy. It is not easy to work off of someone else's priorities. It is not easy to be at the effect of your circumstances when it comes to your time management And when it comes to your productive output, if you're constantly on call, if you're having to put out fire drills, if you're having to, um, if you're having to manage someone else's life, that may be a bit more chaotic than your own. It is not easy to manage your time effectively or to be productive, right? So I, I can tell you firsthand, my client struggles And the people who really were able to onboard a task tracking system, create more focus throughout their day, have more discretion around what they took on, um, able to prioritize at a higher level and able to deal with those underlying beliefs that were keeping them from all of that, their productive output soared. Whereas my clients who got stuck in, oh, I could never, like I had a client one time tell me I could never, ever close out of my inbox. The sky would literally fall down. She had such anxiety about it. But here's the deal. That anxiety was hers to own. Her executive cannot solve for her anxiety around closing out of her inbox, right? So I do have some strategies that will help you kind of wrap your head around all of this. And the first one is to be brutally honest with yourself around what your pain points are. What do you struggle with when it comes to productivity? I really want you to question those beliefs around your productive output. I want you to question those beliefs around how you're obligated to spend your time. Because when you do that, you can tend to, you can, you can find holes to poke in those beliefs instead of onboarding them. So often we onboard our beliefs as the truth instead of our interpretation of the truth. Yes, your circumstances are the premise for everything, but it's really your beliefs about your circumstance that is keeping you stuck. So if we can actually question those beliefs and poke holes in those beliefs, you will notice that your 
potential for a more productive day and your potential to stay out of burnout so much better, so much better. So that's the first thing is be brutally honest with yourself about what you struggle with. Question those beliefs. The second strategy is to create incremental change. So often our brains jump into black and white, all or nothing thinking. Actually, baby steps are the key to success. Create incremental change. So if you'd like to create more focus through your day, try getting out of your inbox, closing it down, closing out of all the apps for 20 minutes. Just see what happens. Just see what happens. 20 minutes. Instead, our brains are like, well, if I can't get out of my inbox for two hours, what's the point? No, 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 no. (laughs) Baby steps are the key to success. You create the evidence that the sky is not going to fall when you close out of your inbox by getting out of it for just 15, 20 minutes at at the beginning. And then when the sky doesn't fall, you increase it and you increase it. That muscle gets stronger. And the only way to start that journey is through baby steps, is to take baby steps to create more focus throughout your day. Take baby steps in terms of your lack of discretion. Take baby steps in terms of prioritization. What's the next most important thing I can be working on in this moment? Right? Um, so that's how we create change is through baby steps. So create that incremental change by taking those baby steps. It is amazing how much of a difference even 15 to 20 minutes of focus will create for you. And then last but not least, I did a, I did a, I did a podcast episode is actually last week's podcast episode. So check it out about adopting new self-concepts. So if you're the person who is running around with her chicken, like a chicken with her head cut off, and that is a self-concept that you hold of yourself, or perhaps your self-concept is I'm just such a hot mess, or I just can't seem to get it right. Really work on adopting a new self-concept around your productivity. I'm a person who's working on dot, 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 dot. Or I'm a person who is going for dot, 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 right? It, we're not, you don't have to go from nothing to perfection or from like really not productive to amazingly productive overnight. There again, listen to that episode because I talk about how adopting a new self-concept is a long game. It's a long game. So I want to be a person who is able to focus, is able to prioritize effectively, is able to approach her day with more calm and more ease. What does that look like for you? Get really clear on what it looks like for you and then work on adopting that new self-concept. So that is what I have for you guys today around productivity. I have coached a lot of people. Like I said before, I created a productivity course. It was my first ever offering to the world, paid offering. And I know productivity so intimately and I know what we struggle with so intimately and those are it lack of focus lack of discretion lack of prioritization and our beliefs around it so if we can actually hone in on those things question all of it and create a plan for ourselves to set ourselves up for success the world is our oyster people okay That is what I have for you guys today. Be intentional, be whole. That is all for now. 
I help assistants apply the concepts I share on this podcast. If you're ready to take your growth deeper and you're curious whether working with me in a coaching capacity is right for you, please email me at annie at wholeassistant.com to schedule your complimentary discovery call.